1: Thanks for listening to this podcast of bet MGM tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from seven to 11 PM. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app.
2: It's also one of those nights where we have one of our favorite guests, friend of show, Kevin Ray, the TV voice of the Phoenix suns. My team right here on the Roman video guest line how are you going to be able to try to snake out of some of the more important questions that I have for you, Kevin, when I can see your eyeballs shifting around?
1: I know I'm, I, I really hesitated when cam asked me, you know, can you join on camera and it took a while to get back to it because yeah, I, I typically try to find ways to, you know, long pauses looking away, but. I thought after three or four times on the phone I, I I owed it to the to the great crew to you know to show my face.
2: We love that. We love that. So obviously we've got some new news. Um, since we've spoken to you last, things have been we'll call it slightly different in terms of the the starting roster, starting starting lineup for the Suns. Chris Paul's out 8 weeks. I think that it's tick-tock tick-tock. Somehow he found a way to play in the All-Star game for 2 minutes. I, there's had to have been some sort of incentive for him in order to get there in game action when he was getting himself shut down. So, obviously, the Suns haven't looked great uh, since he went down. Campaigns returning from injury as well. Thank God you guys got Aaron Holiday for a bag of salt and vinegar chips. Good bag of chips, but still a bag of chips all the same. He's really helping you guys. What's the, what's the vibe like uh, around the team? Knowing that you need Chris Paul. Knowing that he has an injury history. But also knowing that he's slated to return back in time.
1: Yeah, I, I think the vibe is, look, you you know, you can't deny you, you're missing a 12-time All-Star. Um, and then on top of that, you know, we found out yesterday morning that Devin Booker is placed in health and safety protocols. So you're, you know, you're talking about 40 points, roughly 15 and a half, 16 assists per game, your two best clutch players, your two primary playmakers, but... You know, Monty, and the coaching staff or the rest of the guys have chosen to take the the optimistic view, which is look in the long run, Chris, who played in every game this year at the age of 36 in year 17 probably could have used the rest uh, and can use the rest. Um, as you noted, uh, the the history of playoff breakdowns, you, you know, you can't deny that and it, look, you go back to this team handling their business when everybody was healthy. And you've got a seven game lead in the in the loss column. And as you guys pointed out, Golden State losing again tonight. So they they were able to make, you know, and take advantage of things when they were healthy. And so now you look at this remaining schedule, you know, 20, 21 games remaining. You feel like with campaign coming back last night, they were able to kind of restore order because the, the imbalance really wasn't as much in the starting rotation as it was on the bench because the last two games our bench has been ineffective because cam johnson best bench score has been in the starting role and kevin
0: when you watch this team fully healthy like they don't skip a beat and they look like the most complete team in the league as they did last year you know in the regular season and you know i did place a future on them to win it all it was plus 500 for phoenix which i didn't get the best price but If they're not going to win at all, you know, what do you think will be their downfall? Like if they lose a playoff series, you know, in the West, because like, if you look at the East, I think if the 76ers don't make it to the finals, it'll probably be because they had to go out and desperately sign DeAndre Jordan. So like when Embiid goes to the bench, I think those minutes will be really key and teams will take advantage. But I look at Phoenix and as long as Chris Paul's healthy, Devin Booker's healthy and DeAndre Ayton, you know, continues to play as he's been playing the last couple of years. I don't see a flaw. So, you know, what could be their Achilles heel?
1: Yeah, and and look, you you point out all the reasons why I'm extremely optimistic that yes, like you know the caveat for everybody is you've got to be healthy, but yeah. uh, I think early on in the season everybody was waiting for this team because so many people saw them as a fluke getting to the finals last year, and outside of the first four games of the season where they started one and three, they have been on an absolute tear. They had two double-digit win streaks, only team this season to do that. And, uh, you know, in, in addition to the players they've got, you go out and you steal a Bismack Biambo, who was able to slide in for yeah. two weeks while D.A. was out. He was averaging a double double. And as as you point out, you know, with the uh, the salt and vinegar, vinegar chips for, for Aaron Holiday, he comes in and provides a significant lift, you know, if not for two or three games. But you look at the long term with him and just being one of the holiday boys, you, you, you love the way those guys are built, their mentality, their approach. And I think if you're, if you're looking for a flaw an yeah. Achilles heel, the, the one thing that has been somewhat of an issue with this team at times has been defensive rebounding and allowing second chance points. But having said that when they do tighten up and get focused, those things go away. So I, I think those issues have been more just lack of focus in you know, a three or four game stretch as much as it has over the course of the season.
2: You know, one of the underrated trades that got done, kind of a sad trade, but definitely a necessary one, I think, for the short term is uh, the Suns getting back Torrey Craig. Torrey Craig was awesome during the playoff run, and it kind of went under the radar. Um, had to get rid of Jalen Smith. You do have a plethora of bigs, but you're probably going to have to pay what, uh, Javel McGee as the number one roller in the NBA right now at some point in free agency, or maybe you let him go and keep Bismack. But, um, how important do you think, and what was the mentality of this team making sure that they got this key role player back for the playoffs who can also play some small five?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, he is beloved. I mean, for, for him having been there as short a period of time as he was last season, he was absolutely beloved by his teammates, by the coaching staff. He became an instant fan favorite. And, you know, as, as you said, he, he pr- uh, provided some huge plays uh, some key minutes in the postseason for this guy or for this team. And it's just the way this guy is built. Um, you know, his his blood pressure, his pulse rate never fluctuates too high, too low, and just seems to embrace those big challenges, those big moments. So for them to get him back, they wanted to re-sign him in the offseason, but their priority was fi- you know, finding a backup big for DA. And as you guys know, sometimes it's just about timing. And for Tori, he's never had that kind of long-term deal. So they were able to get JaVale. You got to lock him down. In the meantime, it's just one of those, you know, on Wednesday, they're talking to JaVale. Tori gets a phone call. He's an op- got an opportunity to get a multi-year deal. He's got to sign that. You know, as a player, you've got to give yourself security. So to be able to get him back um, has been absolutely huge. He's a great locker room fit and uh, a huge playoff contributor.
0: I think what would be so cool with them winning it all, Phoenix winning it all, like with Milwaukee last year, you know, not a huge market. And also I like the way that they're getting it done. Like Chris Paul. Okay. Like we didn't know what really he had left in the tank, even though he had a really good year at OKC, but it's all like homegrown talent, DeAndre and Devin Booker. They didn't have to go out and form a super team. So I wonder if they do win it if some teams will change their model, but what's the excitement level like, you know, right now with the fan base, because I saw 20 straight sellouts at footprint center, you know, a couple of years ago, I felt like nobody wanted to watch Suns basketball. We all wanted Devin Booker in the all-star game, but the knock was he needs to play for a winning team. Now he plays for a winning team. So is it like championship or bust really? What's the, what's the atmosphere like right now with the fan base?
1: Yeah, the, the, you know, the atmosphere in the building has been palpable and, and, you know, you said it, I mean, we, we had, 10 years of uh of bad basketball. I mean, there's no way around it. And to to get it quickly turned around. In fact, we were talking with some of the some of the, the fans in social media who freaked out after back to back losses yeah. at home yeah. because they've been so rare. The last home loss was back in January. But yeah, the, the sellout crowd has been absolutely electric. The fan base here has, has always been good when the team, you know, is winning or at least showing that they're trying to win. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a great group of players because they really connected with the community. I think that's the other thing going back to Devin Booker. I mean, he said in year two, when people were already saying, he's he's going to find a way to get out of here, you know, he's going to want to try to leave yeah. But Devin came yeah. out and said, this is where I want to plant my flag. I want to help this organization win a championship. He started a foundation, so he's connected to the community. And yeah, I mean, it, it, in many ways, it it is championship or bust. They were two games away from claiming the title last year. Uh, in many respects, they kind of felt like they they let it get away there in Game Four and Five. And when you look at the pieces that got this year, again, staying healthy, they they like their chances as do I.
2: Now we're looking at conference winner odds. Warriors are plus one seventy five. We talked about the fact that Draymond hasn't been healthy. I think that's really a critical thing to keep our eye on right um and then obviously suns plus 180 jazz plus 650 grizz plus 1200 um as you look around the league especially in the west who do you think is the biggest threat to the suns to make the finals again
1: yeah i mean look you, you you've you got to start with golden state um and it, it you know if, if people haven't figured it out by now as great as steph is and as lethal as clay is and and you know clay's Clay has been sporadic just because of his availability. Look, Draymond is the linchpin. When when those guys are healthy, when you've got Steph and Clay on the floor, Draymond is the linchpin on both ends of the floor because he sets the defense. He's able to give them that back line protection. He's such a great communicator. He's like a linebacker on the defensive end. And offensively, he can just do so many things, initiate things in the high-low set which frees up Steph and virtually everybody else. So I, I'm a little surprised they're struggling as much as they are. Um, I do think the other caveat that you got to look at is you know are, are we going to see James Wiseman at, at any point? I think we were all anticipating maybe having him back at this point. So who knows? I'd start with Golden State. Um, and look that 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 team in Memphis. I said it early on. I mean, I saw them you know building last year. And just knowing the way Ja is wired, I think Taylor Jenkins is a hell of a coach. They've got some great young pieces. Uh, so that that is a team to, to keep your eye on, no doubt about it.
0: Kevin, we only got about, do you have anything else? No, we only go got ahead. about 60 seconds. Uh, I was just going to ask you, obviously, Sunday is going to be a big game, and we have to wait and see what the status is for Devin Booker. Obviously, Chris Paul is not going to be there. But Suns, Bucks, the rematch, is that a game you think they're going to get up for the regular season, or is it just another regular season game? Because obviously, they have bigger goals this year, like winning the championship.
1: No, that, that, that's the one thing about this team. They they have gotten up for all of the necessary games. Yeah. And I I don't think that it will be lost on them that they're going to be back in the building that they watched the celebration in last year. And it it is unfortunate that that Chris and maybe Devin won't be there. Milwaukee will also be looking for a little payback because the Suns roughed them up a few weeks back here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I have no doubt, whoever is on the floor, these guys will be amped up for sure.
2: So, Suns against the spread it is, Kevin. I I say,
1: yeah. Awesome stuff. There's a motive to that question. (laughs)
2: Thanks so much for joining us. That's Kevin Ray, the TV voice of the Phoenix Suns. Always a pleasure. He looks tan. He looks tanner than me. I'm jealous. Goodness gracious, Phoenix, this time of year is perfect. (laughs) I'm jealous. This is their summer. This is what we would consider the prime year's um, March 3rd, it's probably like, if I had to guess, somewhere in the 80s. Uh, Kevin's probably hanging out, just the enjoying course. the golf course. 85 degrees on oh. Thursday. Just 85, just a nice light 80. You saw him in a little white t-shirt, you know what I mean? Like where it's kind of thin and gauzy, you know? Ray's looking like it's not just a white tee, it's a thin and gauzy white t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can't have much material because it's that warm outside. That's <laughs> exactly. like Kevin Ray, our guy, voice of the suns.